As a student of the FBI Academy, I devote myself to the pursuit of truth and knowledge. That was from Class of 09. On this episode of Why Watch That. Why Watch That's on a quest to help you find the movies and TV shows you'll love. Buckle in. We start in the future, 2034 to be exact, when FBI agent Poet, played by Kate Mara, is called to a mysterious house for a mysterious case. Suspect Amos Garcia has been classified as a potential extremist. His threat level against the Bureau has increased. A warrant has been issued for his arrest. But did you catch the word potential? This Amos, played by Raul Castillo, hasn't scaled the heights of criminality yet. But why let him? Regardless, you gotta catch him first. And to help with that is another member of the class of 09 at Quantico, former cop, now fellow Agent Murphy, played by Jake McDorman. What are you doing here? I was hoping you could tell me. No, I mean, this isn't, this isn't my case. <laughs> <laughs> That's not mine either, hi. Huh. <laughs> of all the agents, they choose us. After all this time? Yeah. Can't just be random, right? There's got to be a reason. And that reason must have something to do with the AI that's now at the center of the Bureau's operations. But what that AI might not have anticipated is the message Amos has for these two former classmates. Not only are we now one of the greatest countries on this earth. You think this was left here for us? How could he know we are coming? But why does this message feature a clip of FBI Director Teo, played by Brian Tyree Henry? He is, you guessed it, yet another member of that fateful class. And he's the staunchest supporter of using AI to predict the likelihood of lawbreaking and nip it in the bud. His 10-year directorship depends on it, and he wants more time to continue to use it to make improvements. But he didn't always think that way. None of the members of this class did. I worked in insurance before applying to the Bureau. I was a nurse. You don't know me. No, but I will. So that was Teo, Poet, and Orr, played by Sepeda Mawafi, on their first day at Quantico in that titular class of 2009. And as you heard, they weren't the typical kinds of recruits for the Bureau. As the agent who scouted Poet said, Ever thought of joining the FBI? No, I haven't. I'm looking for people outside of law enforcement. But their trainers, Gabriel, played by John John Briones, and Drew, played by Brooke Smith, are looking for something special. And they need to know these recruits better than the recruits know themselves. After all, they've had good classes, but I never had an exceptional one. And with that wish, this class forms bonds that shift as they go from that past to the present and into the future world we started with. Starting with when they were. So glad we're in the same class. Soma, we got to look after one another. Toast, class of 09. Class of 09. And from those celebratory days to the future, each class member had to make compromises and sacrifices along the way, sometimes at the expense of each other. I've overseen changes to the way the Bureau operates. We don't spy on our own. Sometimes we have to. It's not your job to protect me from the world. That's my only job. I can try and make this right. And a lot of what needs to be made right 
had its genesis in the present, yes, the year 2023. As you heard, POET has been tasked with rooting out corruption at the Bureau. They have the world's most powerful database at their disposal, and along with Orr, there's Lennox, played by Brian J. Smith, who remains connected to POET in different ways via her secret and uncomfortable assignment. For Teo, he has an experience that informs how he perceives the world to come via a dangerous leader named Mark, played by Mark Pellegrino. He already had an experience in his past that helped shape his worldview. And now he has a wife to consider, played by Rosalind Eliezer, which further complicates things. So with all of this baggage, here's the question. Will this class end up being agents for change or emissaries of more of the same? After all, the Bureau claims to want different types of people. So long as we all do the same thing. Open up! No matter how hard we try, we always reveal ourselves. They're watching you. Good luck. All right, class of 09. This this would definitely make my rotation. It's, why? Um, why? It's number one, I like things that are based in like FBI or just like a government agency. So that's one thing that's interesting to me. Um, Be careful here. You know, they are listening. I do. I like movies. <laughs> TV shows. Okay. Very good. Thank you. <laughs> movies and TV shows with those <laughs> type of storylines. <laughs> um, yeah, so literally that's, I'm like, oh, cool, FBI. You know, some people were together in class. It kind of reminds me a little bit of Quantico. Um, so that, you know, kind of gives me like Quantico vibes a bit. And that's a good thing? It's good because it's good background. Like Quantico was a solid background. <laughs> yeah, well, so, this will be difficult as a background, I'll tell you It that. seems like yeah. it. I want to say it seems like I would have to be a little more invested in this one. Yes, um, Quantico has the flash and the brash. Yeah. As you're seeing from that plot summary, this is more chill. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So yeah, it wouldn't really work as a background. You'd miss a whole bunch of whole, stuff. And not even. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. And yeah. It, you could. It's funny because you can. You could see that. Um, but it's limited on Hulu. So you know, I could stream it. Um, eight episodes. I could probably commit. Are these long? Are these hour long? Or are these? Um... They're not. They. Um, okay. It depends. They vary in length. Okay. Uh, so far, three episodes have been released. I've seen all three, mm-hmm. uh, and I know the next one is even shorter. It's like thirty-eight minutes. So okay. they're around 45, okay. maybe okay. a little less. So, yeah. I can manage that. But, yeah, I mean, it seems like something I'd be, I'd at least give a couple of episodes to to see where it goes. Mm-hmm. And if I stick with the whole series, I don't know, but I'll give it a couple of episodes. Yeah, and they premiered the first two episodes. So there you go with that. And I did note, speaking of Quantico, a more sober Quantico with a bit of sci-fi thrown in for fun. Mm-hmm. So think of it that way again. Sober, mm-hmm. Quantico. Yes. Now this is my kind of thing. What's that show? Mm-hmm. Because it's funny because you said that because that other show flashed in the back of my head. It's like parallel dimensions, kind of sci-fi, multiple fringe. People. Fringe. Yes. <laughs> It's not fringe. No, it's not. And that's one of the things you want it to be that inventive. So far, it's not that inventive. Okay. 
Yeah, so if we're on a spectrum from Quantico, Quantico to Fringe, it would be on the Fringe side, but not close. Got it. So if you think of the dividing line between the two, it's over, just over on the Fringe side. Got it. Okay. That's how I would say it. Yeah. Well, look at you trying to pick my brain here. I'm like, <laughs> what in the world? The only thing I can think of is Fringe for that. Yes. Now, some other shows I was thinking about, because this is my kind of thing. Uh, another FX on Hulu show, Devs, mm. which was released. When was Devs released? It was uh, maybe a couple of years ago. Yeah, 2020, so three mm. years ago. Uh, that, to me, was more interesting so far. Mm. Similar, I think, similar kind of uh, viewership base. Um, but if you saw Devs, if you like Devs, I would still check this out, to be honest. Um, just to see where it goes. But Devs, that whole thing with the the mysterious death of um, of Lily, the main character's boyfriend, she's a software engineer. What is this thing they're building? You have Nick Offerman there. There was more mystery to that. There is some mystery that this is just, I, I don't know. It's just not, I don't feel it mm. is the best way I could mm. say it. Mm. It's just a bit too safe. Mm-hmm. Also, Minority Report, one of my favorite mm-hmm. Spielberg movies, mm-hmm. one of just mm-hmm. my favorite movies, one of them. Mm-hmm. That comes to mind, of course. Mm-hmm. Of course, yeah. But Minority Report is an experience. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You get Peter Stormare, you get people kissing Tom Cruise for no reason. <laughs> like, that's what you want. You le- want a little more of that beyond mm-hmm. what Samantha Morton's doing, you know, the main storyline. It's, it, it's those little things that I wish they had more of so far. So this is good and steady. That's what I would call it. Good and steady. Do you want good and steady side-by-side stuff? It's not going to have the electricity that you might want. I mean, they they even have, like, sometimes when they go back in the past and they have these, you know, these uh, intimate moments, they have this lonely piano music playing. Like, I don't need that. At all. Uh, so, okay. I think, mm-hmm. though, the strength of this show and what they should really home in on is the AI. Let mm-hmm. that guide you. When they're there with the AI, how it was developed, what it has become in the future, that's where the mystery is. Mm-hmm. That's where the show works the most. And that's where we don't get that ping of the piano either. <laughs> I don't really care about them and their relationships when it's disconnected from the AI. Mm-hmm. Now, the whole Quantico part, when they're uh, in the past, that's not bad. They have a little bit in there. As long as they aren't in these dark rooms, sitting on the beds, talking to each other with the piano playing. To me, that's just the weakest part. It kind of just slows things down a bit too much. Mm-hmm. So overall, again, good. This is good if you're a fan of this genre. It's just not special, which is what you'd hope. And now we're getting more and more of these AI shows. Now we got the completely crazy Mrs. Davis. This is the complete opposite of that. But there will be more in movies and TV shows coming sh- soon about AI. Soon. Mm-hmm. Everybody's doing it. So mm-hmm. the question is, are you going to do it and make it special? So if that said, producer, what do you think? Because this is a strange one for you. The background may not work. Would you, like you said, again, give it two episodes of your Mm. at least 75% attention? 
Mm -hmm. do to be fair to you. (laughs) Yeah, it's still, uh, it'll it'll still get, it'll still get, um, yeah, close to undivided attention. Yeah. So what you mean is you'll be there with a device looking at the device, maybe texting people and looking up at the TV if it captures your attention. That's what that means, everybody. Now, for you, everyone else, it is on Hulu. Again, if any of the stuff we talked about interests you, I would start it. Remember, again, while we do criticize, we do want to be clear when something is good overall. It is, I think the performances are pretty good as well. And I do want to see where they're going after three episodes. So let's end on that great note. Sweet. Here we go. Class of 09, those youngins. 09. (laughs) Even though they had (laughs) careers before they started. So, all right. (laughs) Thanks for joining us. For up-to-date info and to share what's on your watch list, be sure to follow us on Facebook, Instagram, YouTube, and TikTok at Why Watch That, and on Twitter at WWT Radio. Also, you can visit us at whywatchthat.com. And while you're at it, don't forget to go ahead and rate Why Watch That Radio on iTunes. Let's keep the conversation going.